This is the last episode. It is. It really is. I don't... I... I mean, like, I watched it and I'm still not ready for this. I watched it again (laughs) earlier today and I'm still not ready for this. Hello and welcome to Kappa Connection, a Sarah's Hamai podcast from the creators of Imagine Me and Utena. I am Panda. I am your host. I'm here with my co-hosts, Yasha and Vana. How are you guys doing today? Hello. I'm doing pretty good great. so far, but you're sounding a bit shaky, man. I'm yeah. not shaky. I'm actually very stuffy right now. I have... Oh. I live in the the south of Mississippi, and I have a lot of allergy-causing plants that are blooming Fuck. right now, and I am full of fucking snot. <laughs> I actually, there was supposed to be a recording for a future episode of Cast that I had to reschedule last week because I was so full to the gills with snot, I just could not talk. <laughs> oh, you poor thing. That sounds awful. Yeah. It's not great. I guess you don't have to worry about it too much longer in another decade. It's be all coral reef, I guess. So mm-hmm. this place deserves to go underwater. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> to be I'm fair, pi- right. look, I'm can't get away from there. It. But yes, <laughs> man, uh, now look, I'm gonna get out of here. I promise. But I definitely yeah. feel like this place would be better served as underwater terrain for the fish than. It serves any of the humans that live here. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just remembering that old Tool song. Uh, God, I don't even remember the title. It's the one with the chorus that's like song in my life. Yeah, it's there's one where he talks about how uh, mom's gonna fix it all soon. Mom's gonna come and flush it all away. Something, something, see you down in California Bay. And it's, then it's the chorus dumb. is literally like, learn to swim over and over. <laughs> uh, we've put off Sarah's and My long enough. We have to talk about <laughs> yeah. Sarah's and My podcast from the creators <laughs> of Imagine Me and Yusha. And this is the finale. It's episode 11. Guys, we made it. Oh my god. <laughs> I made it. I did 11 episodes sequentially about a show that was airing. Holy yep. shit. Holy shit. Gold star. We did it. Sort of. We haven't done it yet. Yeah, we, we, we've got we, this. We uh, still have to watch it. We have to watch well, this I still because have to watch Yasha it. <laughs> has not seen it because Yasha, in her bravery, waits until we record these episodes to watch it. I feel like this is one that you are definitely going to have to watch more than once. Yeah. Because yeah. I've watched it twice now and I still feel like I need to watch it at least another time. <laughs> so... I, I don't know if this is going to turn into a two-parter. If we go on long enough, I may we might have call to, it yeah. and say that we are just going to continue this later. And we'll have another episode the following week. But because the, there's a lot here in this episode. <laughs> and I feel like yeah, we're going to need to unpack it. And rest assured. This will not be the last episode of Kappa Connection. Even like, if we make this a two-parter, it's not going to be the last episode. And then we've got the manga. Yeah, because we want to do the manga. We want to do like a retrospective. We have considered not reading the novel, but talking to someone who has. <laughs> uh, because yeah. we collectively, I don't know about both of you, but I know I don't have 
the time to read a whole book, unfortunately. I, I sure do, and I could, but I just know somebody who I you think could would read, be... You could read some of it. I mean, if it's in English. Well, I feel like... I could. Maybe, okay. I think... I, yeah, I don't know if it even got translated, but... For some reason, I was whatever. thinking it did, but maybe it didn't. I don't know. I don't know. Someone tell me. We'll have to look into it. (laughs) We know that the manga exists in English, so we're going to do that, definitely. And yeah, okay, maybe we should have done it before episodes started coming out, but... No. Oh, well, I don't care. No, it's ancillary. Like, it's, as far as I understand, it doesn't hugely impact the plot. It just kind of changes a little how you see the characters. A little bit, so from what I understand, like the it doesn't have the same finale or something like that. Or I think it mm, just I don't know. It depends on yeah. how you view impact. But we do have to read the Rayo and Mabu manga and then the yeah. series manga, which I did, as it turns out, learn that there was a series <laughs> manga literally two days ago. Yeah, I did not know that there was a. I did not know, honest to God, that there was a series mock. (laughs) The 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 cross platform synergies of this show has been very impressive, and I kind of wonder what would happen if 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 Utina got remade and there was like. That w- the okay. an- anti Twitter Look. account where it's literally nothing but like passive aggressive pot shots, <laughs> like, <laughs> flowers and the occasional pot shot at Sanji or something like. Come on, okay, it is cre- okay. It is the very creatively thing, done. The but- one thing that we wanted to do that that would need to be done if there was. Uh, an Uchida re-release with like multimedia aspects like this would be Sionji's blog that Toga goes and comments on and The, the fact never that we reads. said Sionji's blog is enough to date the shit out of us Eh, Although, to be fair, I I actually validly believe that right now in 2019, Sanji would go build a a blog. He would. On WordPress. I mean, if you can't see that happening. He would literally do that. (laughs) Anyway, Anyway, we're we're straying. We've got got a disaster to The the point is is that even though we are watching the finale... There are more Sarah's and my episodes to come, just as there were oh, yes. more Utena episodes after we finished watching Utena. Yep. Yeah, this is, there's so definitely going to be some chewing on this. I don't intend to do any character episodes the way that we did for Utena. You to know, be what, honest, hot, there's hot not. I don't think any of them are present long enough for that. Audience, mm. if you demand it. We will do it because That's true. I will do anything that you ask me. But <laughs> honestly, I Uh-oh. don't. I don't. <laughs> yeah, don't use that power for evil, guys. I trust you. But yeah. I just don't think that that's going to be as much of a thing for this. Yeah. Specifically. Well, I mean, it's different with Utena because the characters are both fleshed out, but also ambiguous. Whereas yes. these characters aren't really as ambiguous. Yeah, so. and in some cases, less fleshed out. In some cases, yeah. I think these. I think he's done a pretty good job with the three mains and with Rayo and Mapu. I have some. I won't spoil anything. I have. I feel like there are some plot threads that were raised previously in the season. That I feel like did not get any resolution in this finale. And I would have liked it if we could have had some better resolution on certain things. But I will say, I was pretty happy with this finale 
yeah. just as we start. You know what? My, my, I think like 90% of the criticisms we're going to have are going to boil down to on our podcast that will be a two-parter, two, two-parter, two-parter. It, <laughs> that this episode should have been a two-parter. Uh, yeah, that that's, honestly, like I mean, that's fair. They really needed another twenty minutes to wrap this up. Yeah, my, it does. Rush. My one big thing is that I feel like this was not long enough. Yeah, <laughs> it it definitely uh, you had the scope narrowed down too fast, and yeah, some characters suffer that more than others. Yeah, dot dot dot. But let us do this thing. Yeah, because let's, I don't know what you're talking let's, about. <laughs> let's let us abort this. We have very miserable different thing. opinions okay. about what character that means. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we do. Okay, so we start end so, of the last episode with Toei embracing the darkness. Embracing dark Keppy. Dark Keppy. <laughs> I watched this earlier today with a friend of mine who is the one who re- repeatedly refers to uh, Kappa Daddy when Keppy does like, uh, <laughs> the full body thing and the transformation. And she referred to Toei many times as pulling a Riku from Kingdom Hearts. I know that doesn't mean much to Mm -hmm. you guys, but it will to our audience, who also loves Kingdom Hearts, just like I do. I know Riku. I know Riku. (laughs) Yeah, you would, these These translations, this translation is already radically different. Yeah? So, right, Toei's fallen into the darkness. Yeah. <laughs> and and he gets he gets otter uh, Chikai because of course he does, and he says, "Look at how desperate those traitors are." Does he say Uragimono? Uh, That's what I'm used to hearing for traitor. All right, here we'll do. Run the tape back. He says Uragi, so that is not how I. I'm fairly sure that's not how Crunchyroll did it because I remember that that line impacted me less at some point. Mm, like, I, anyway, if so. we want to take a sec, I can look. But if we want to keep going. Now, yeah, let's, let's keep, keep going, going because we could probably we could do have... a whole episode on the difference between these two sets of translations. Unlike the show, we can have a two-parter. So. Dun, dun. <laughs> and, Are you and telling she... him to shoot them? Yeah. He oh. ha- you have to shoot all of the U's that oh, to sever past. your connections He doesn't with the past. want Toei to shoot, like, Enta and Kazuki. He wants Toei to shoot the toys of the past because in doing mm. so he will remove himself oh, okay. from those memories. Yeah. I missed that part yeah. while we were bullshitting. Thank you for explaining. <laughs> well, it's a little ambiguous to begin with, so honestly, like it's not a big deal that you missed it because we're we're seeing now the impact of Toei erasing. Yeah, you start seeing what he's doing. It's very much the kind of thing that's like this no, this does not make sense. Just roll with it. A lot how of the sad stuff this that happens no, in this, this finale sense. is sort of explained as you go along. Yeah, you kind of take it emotionally instead of trying to reason it out as a you plot You definitely line. take this emotionally rather than trying to reason it out. Holy shit, big mood. Make yeah, it all go I, me, away before me, it can me hurt and, you. Oh and Otter Chikai have very similar life views, to be honest. Yeah, really? <laughs> I told my housemates that I wanted to get an otter plush, and they were horrified. I mean, I want an otter plush. Wouldn't it be cute? It'd be black. Oh, yeah. and it oh, would have like oh, red oh. stitching. Um. Okay, I'm pausing it because did you see Vanna got more cursed fan art? I don't think I don't think you actually did. This person actually specifically do it for you, or did no, you just find it? No. Oh yeah, no, I just I found it. I did see. Yeah. It. <laughs> tell the audience what was in the fan art. 
<laughs> it's, it's a a blushing, happy Akio hugging otter. It's Akio <laughs> and <eyes>. otter. <laughs> My OTP. <laughs> Sorry, you were talking I, I about an otter plushie, and I was just like, validated my OTP. That's as good a place you. as any to put that anecdote. <laughs> yes. Right. So if you if you missed it, because you probably did, uh, this is like so Kazuki's watching Toy erase all these memories, and in the middle of it, he remembers that it's Toy that gave him the misanga. Okay. Which, and mm-hmm. just like, oh shit, he remembered. And that's the first the time they were all connected, so that's kind of like the ground zero. And yeah, it, be- it makes the Misanga be like the timer. Okay. As long as you can still see that toy hasn't erased everything. And the otter tries to murder them with a red tide. Of shitty LCL. <laughs> and then this happens. <laughs> farts them out of it. Ikuhara nice. has a moment. <laughs> He farts an air bubble, which I I feel like may be a fate worse than death. <laughs> yes. But Oh, Kepi and Otter are gonna fight now. Fight, fight, fight. This is totally okay, this this script at this point is almost comedically like typical for that whole like good guy versus bad guy yeah. thing. Like it's so, so generic like, yeah. like it feels very much like that's the point. Mm-hmm. Like in all of these in all of these shows, there's always like Ikuhara always has a prince or a prince analog that at some point someone fantasizes about mm-hmm. and they're always heroic and, and all that kind of crap. And it's literally this. Yeah. Except this one's actually happening IRL because Kepi is apparently the one OTP, one true prince, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I otter. really love the scene where the otter pounces on Kepi, the freeze frame. Yes. I just love Was that a reference? I don't know. I it's I I would say that it's possibly a reference in that like doing the whole freeze frame artistic version of what's happening is kind of a thing in anime. And yeah, that's sort of it like is a very callback much. to that specifically. If someone can tell me if it's like a more specific reference than that, I'd love to know. But like, I just yeah. really like putting it in that. Yeah, I know. It's cool. It was very fun. Yeah, it is. It totally. For some reason, it reminded me of the fucking Lion King. What? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. Because the Lion King has a very similar shot. I'm not going to say it's a Lion King reference because I'm sure the Lion King stole that from some anime somewhere. Probably. But yeah. it, it. Well, is that would very be Timber like, the White Lion, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he found the place of their beginning. This is some like deep symbolism. You're supposed to shoot yourself. I get it. I get what you're doing here. Mm-hmm. Well, like, I mean, this wait, makes and, sense. And, 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 like, the gun and, like, the background of this whole world has this, like, it's it's a starry sky by way of that that cup from mm-hmm. the 90s. Yeah. It's like if you mm-hmm. wanted to make a starry sky using that, that, mm-hmm. that design. Yeah. <sighs> oh, so now... Toy wanted to be a pro soccer player. Soccer warrior. Yeah. He's a soccer said she. Yeah, his mom and his dad in Chikai. I didn't even think to question my future. Then her parents died, <laughs> and you shot a man. And you shot a dude. Chikai hey, says. Chikai would never say that. That's true. No, but honor Chikai would. Chikai always said, I killed him, yeah. not you. Yeah. 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 This is Otter Chikai, though. I know this is Otter Chikai. I'm saying Otter Chikai is wrong. Otter Chikai is the stand-in for Akio in this episode. He did just say, I was just We don't get a villain speech anywhere else, really. 
Or at least this kind of posturing shit, which I love. So this is, like, probably my favorite part. (laughs) Vanna's like, this is good food. (laughs) Are you you eating well, Vanna? Are you fed? I am fed. (laughs) Chikai says he abandoned this with his own hands, and he shoots Otter Chikai. Only bad guys survive in this world. I'm proud of you. Are you one one of them? them? Otter. And then all the money flying around. We get a lot of the otter saying Uso, Uso in this episode, <laughs> and I love it. Well, he's taking that pun, and for all its fucking work, up oh, he shot it. He shot the misanga. Mm-hmm. He he tried to shoot himself, but he ended yeah. up shooting the misanga. <laughs> Kazuki was trying to sacrifice himself, and Enta was trying to stop him from firing the gun. So the bullet hit the hit Kazuki's ankle, and then and then child toy. And we okay, see- Darkness <laughs> Kepi has the gun. Darkness now. Kepi has the gun, and by that I mean like the gun is literally inside him. He's translucent, apparently. So funny. Yeah. I actually really love that shot of of him turning into the gun, like the red and black shot of that. That was cool. Darkness. I love this so much, it's so funny. <laughs> oh, wow, when we forget. get a forget instead of a leak. Yep. And then the object of the episode is Misanga. But that's not how you spell it. I, I mean, it's a... I know, I'm being an asshole. It's because the C with the little doodad on it is... It's hard to find. Is pronounced like an S. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. So now they're doing kind of like the yeah, whole like the leaking thing. the leaking sequence but for all forget. three of them. Oh. So Kazuki's thing is that after all this, he was probably waiting for somebody to help him. Yeah. He found a place he could smile again and didn't want to lose his connection to these other two assholes. <laughs> and they're forgetting, so that's like the problem with the whole sequence is they keep losing. And all they're surrounded by a bunch of rings, and they all say "but" yeah. on them. This yeah. has got some big end of Ava vibes. It. Does, I actually. also, I mean, not just because Ava has been in the public consciousness again right now for reasons. I also thought that this had big end of Ava vibes. No, just the the feel of it is very, yeah, very. It's, I think it's the whole like way that they're okay. using the old okay, footage pause, and all this we kind just of stuff. Skipped very... all of all of Enta's we motivations, etc. Et we did, and, and as the Enta's representation of this podcast, I do insist that all we right, talk about let's... Enta. <laughs> okay, then, then we will we will do Enta. They they have like different poses for the uh, forgetting sequence, and they're very extra. Yeah, extremely. It's cool. They it's are. Cool. They are. Yeah, it's not just the the butt pose. No, it's not the just the butt pose. It's like like each of them has a different pose. It's Utena energy. It is definitely. But yeah, I wanted to go anywhere away from here. I was a coward, always watching from the sidelines. But on the inside, I was probably waiting, waiting for my pathetic delusions to finally collapse on themselves. I'm a sore loser, so I didn't want to give up anything. I always want to be smiling. Yeah, big fucking mood. Mm -hmm. Damn, if this keeps up, I'll lose everything. And now it's it's Toy's Toy's turn. turn. So yeah, each of them says kind of a similar version of the speech. Yeah, I really like that they have sort of parallel phrasing in a lot Mm -hmm. of their Mm -hmm. 
things that they're saying. And they all say, but on the inside, I, I was, was probably waiting. waiting. So Toy was waiting for his sins to kill him and feeling like he had nowhere to be. Yeah. Even though I should have had no attachments. Hashtag relatable. We get a lot of good Toei in this episode. Honestly, I, I feel like Toy's kind of the main character of this episode. Which is weird, given that it's for the finale. Yep. It's kind of weird, but it's kind of not. I mean, like, I have some opinions on that, but we'll get yeah. that. Get to that. We'll, we'll get, get into that after. after. Sure. Oh, and they're going to Sarazanmai. Yeah, they're doing the Sarazanmai. That's how, when we're in Japan, if we get lost from one another, <laughs> that's how we're going to find each other. We're just going to go, Sarazanmai! Oh my god! We just, Sarah, Sarazanmai! <laughs> we just yes. got Kepi in a cape. Yeah, <laughs> we got Kepi turning them into Kappa. Yep. <laughs> and then parachute Kepi again. Yeah. And now they have to deliver the Misanga back to Kazuki. Oh, to I was going to make my Twitter line. name four years ago at Kazuki's memory. I'll go do that. <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty cool. Oh, now oh, they have snap. to fight evil Kepi. Oh, I wait. think I've seen this scene before. Where have I seen this scene before? <laughs> in in all of the different Ikuhara shows I've seen. <laughs> but but look, they're all gonna sing. I know my, my <laughs> so I absolutely died when they all started singing. Oh my <laughs> god, that's amazing. My heart is so full. <laughs> It's cute. It's very heartwarming. Yep. Aw, oh, damn. <laughs> yeah, they're Kepi serious. Kepi gets a fucking power-up in this. Yeah. <laughs> Kepi. And, and, like, the face-off between Kepi and, and Kuro Kepi is so, like, okay. Oh, my God. Otter is singing. Yep. I Otter Oh, my them. God. I love seeing the Otter sing. Okay. 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 I'm going to This is the best part of the episode. That's the amazing. Peak. For me, this is the peak. <laughs> Like, oh, wow. This is literally Ikuhara going, hey, fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> like, that's why I made the joke, like, yeah. you know what? You could put Otter, Akio, Satoshi, and whoever the fuck is the bad person in Yurikuma in a room, and they'd all argue with each other over who is the more abstract concept. <laughs> nice. And I mean, I guess the Otter would win because he's the only one that actually says that. But yes. it's, it's so like. <laughs> is just like i'm so tired of you people trying to figure this shit out here here here's a fucking the otter is a concept from- <laughs> shut the fuck up lovely <laughs> but i actually kind of like that they did that like i like i like that kind of just getting fucked by ikuhara they're being shot at by otters with drums this is great yes. <laughs> they shoot evil hearts at them or something <laughs> yeah and, and so Kepi fusing with Kuro Kepi is Kepi jamming himself up Kuro Kepi's ass. That's great. Which I feel I like mean, is it this? That's perfect. It makes sense. That's perfect. At this point, it makes sense in the context of the show enough that you, you know probably what? don't sit uh, there unless really you're on a podcast awesome. to go. Oh God. Let's find someone unsuspecting and just show them the last episode and see what happens. Uh, <laughs> I grabbed my desire. Which was his despair, which is its own idea I mean, do you remember how much fun it was watching people who had only ever seen the end of Utena? That was great. Yeah, that poor guy going, I don't, oh, yeah. Oh, Reomabu. Unbury those gays, motherfucker! Yeah! Yeah. I disagree. Gays unburied! Yes. Higahara said gay rights. 
He sure did. Ikuhara said gay rights take uh, precedence over any plot flow or... I mean, I agree hey, with Bona, him. Hey, Bona, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I agree hey, with him. Hey, look, this is a reference to every single ending he's done. Yes. All at once. I know. Yeah, I see it. Get it? Yeah. I like it. I yeah. like it too, actually. I don't, that that kind of self masturbation. I, I I don't mind that. I don't mind him jerking okay. off in front of us now. Yep. Yep. Okay. They deliver yep. the misanga. Yep. No, that's that makes the um that makes that first avant make sense. Yep. Oh yeah. No, they hold. They do the whole thing. Yeah. So, and we get the Kepi OG. We get Ojisama, guys. Yay! He's got lipstick on. <laughs> I love it. It's beautiful. I I legitimately 110% love this Kepi design. Oh my god, you know what that Kepi design looks like? What? The super early art for Utena. (laughs) Yeah? It's super, like, like, that is literally a page in the super early character designs for Utena. You know what what else that Kepi design looks like? Looks like the last unicorn. Yeah, it's got, yeah, like, I can wow. definitely see that. see that. Yeah, I don't think it's an actual reference. I'm just, like, kind of shocked by the resemblance. Well, now it's a leak Now again. it's a leak. Leaking the future. This is what is coming. This scene in particular is, is one that I feel like I need to watch a couple times. Yeah, because it's, it's going to go through, like... All the titles? I want to connect, nice. but... Yes, and it happens very quickly, too. I want to connect, but I won't be rewarded. We see Kazuki in some physical therapy, presumably because of what happened to his ankle. Mm Mm-hmm. We see, uh... And Toei is in jail because he shot Kazuki. I mean, (laughs) I want to connect, but... Oh, no. Yeah, this is... He sees Enta and Kazuki parting ways. Oh, Kazuki oh, tries no, to throw they... away the picture of all of them together, and it says, I want to connect, but I want to oh see, but he can't throw oh it away. Yeah, yeah, this is, yeah, it's, so it's showing all of and these versions of the future where, where their where outcomes things... are not necessarily good, Yeah, but you still have to go live them. Yeah. Which I actually like. I like how they did this. Mm-hmm. This I is great. I liked this episode of Star Trek Discovery, too. Shut up. <laughs> Oh, I get to use the sound again. <laughs> I know, that's why I said you're going to get to use the sound again. <laughs> Did you appreciate my choice of sound effects? <laughs> Very much so. Good, I put a lot of thought into it. <laughs> oh, they're running out of time. Running out of time, but so, they're going to go. There's a ball they kick, which I guess probably means something if you're playing soccer. I don't know soccer very he's well. Gonna go- he's going to make a goal. They have a Kappa soccer ball. If you They know. do. I did. I they did. Do. I saw that. Ikuhara needs to get on this merch. Right? Give me the soccer ball. Yeah. Yeah. The dish is a vessel of life. All the form eventually break and be lost. What the boys saw were their future selves, a future that could happen. Yeah. Just one okay, possibility. Okay, I, I get it. The ring get... of the world is safe and round. However, the path ahead is not guaranteed to be bright. That's what dishes of hope are for. Oh, and, and Sarah's- the broken uh, dish that this is, Kazuki um... used for his costume- turned into, into crowns crowns for sarah and kepi and there's little kep uh, cherubs yeah because this is the ascension of the virgin yeah i think is the i adore the kappa cherubs i mm-hmm. knew that you would pick up on the art reference in that screen of oh uh, my god okay <laughs> sarah, sarah. 
What a glow up. What a yes. slutty ass glow up. Oh my god. <laughs> my my dudes, let us talk about this for a moment because we do have our Prince Kepi and we have Princess Sara. Dressing like a hoe. <laughs> why don't you guys tell me what Princess Sara is wearing and describe the general idea of her physical form to me, a listener who is not looking at this right now. Wow, okay. So she's wearing bikini shorts and what looks like a bolero top that's shorts. Oh, no, it's just bikini bottoms. Bikini bottoms. Sorry. I was trying to figure out how to describe the top. It's kind of like it, like it's cut like a cross between a bikini and a bolero yeah. top, if you know what that is. It's a bikini top with bolero sleeves. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. That's good. and then just like literally, and she's got and like boots, and that's uh, it. Uh, bells and shit all over, and she's wearing a crown, and her hair's all done up, and she's got all the makeup, she's got little and there's a yeah. lot. Of skin exposed so, everywhere. So what we're getting at is this is the first time that that a prince that Ikuhara has depicted is actually a prince, but he still needs his princess to dress like a slut. <laughs> so I mean, we're getting there. It's baby steps. I it's mean, progress. also important to note that it's not like Sarah, the normal humanoid. No, no it's, it's Kappa Sarah. This is a Kappa, Sarah. It has been confirmed by Ikahara that Sarah is half, half Kappa. So oh, that okay. accounts for which, why she has this Kappa form. Yeah. Which means that some human at some point fucked a soccer ball. <laughs> <laughs> well, as we know, Kepi is the the perfect male the physique. The perfect male <laughs> form. You may not like it, but this is what peak make performance looks like. <laughs> we actually get a sincere, the, oh, he's actually the prince. And I'm sort of surprised and, and disappointed at that. It's the and little they, prince Haruka and the little princess. Wait, 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 wait. The Let me see. The little prince and the little princess, which does Give me a second sort of okay. ruin my hope that he was referring to the little hang prince. Hang on, hang on. No, 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 no. Hang on. Wait. We're going to listen to the Japanese. Yep. Yeah, no, he says Hoshino the- Oji-sama. Yeah. yeah. That's, no, that's, that's still Prince the of prince. the Stars. Yeah. We like finally it's the- got Oji-sama. Yeah. Yeah. He got- oh, he did get Oji-sama. But yeah, yeah. no, but you he's know, saying that's, the that's, Prince of the Stars. Yeah. So, so that is still that's a Little a ref- Prince that's, reference. Okay, the only thing we have to do to confirm this is look up what the Little Prince is called in Japan. Well- If he's called Hoshino Oji-sama, then- I mean, you, you can do it now if you want. Let's do it right now. All right, I'm I'm doing it. The Wait, future run belongs it, run to- it, yeah. Run it back, run it back <laughs> so you can okay. read uh, this whole weird speech. Okay, one sec. Yeah, because it's, it's, it, it means things, I guess. Nah, I got it. Uh, I got it, I got it. Never, never forget, forget. Even as you must bear the pain of loss, um, the future belongs only to those who connect their desires. Yep. <sighs> I know. This is my choice. And I'll believe in what I choose. Aww. Having someone precious to you can bring both happiness and sorrow. And that's what connects us all. Thank you, child Jesus character. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and we get a totally different ending. And then stand by me, Onegai. <laughs> Hoshino Oji-sama, the little prince. Yeah. 
So yeah. So yeah, it is. It is. It's an explicit reference to the Little Prince. Thanks, Ikahara. So, oh my god, he gets his head shaved. This whole credit sequence is. Toei going through jail. Yeah, he goes to juvie. (laughs) Juvenile detention. Yeah, he goes to juvie because he fucking shot people. The entirety of the credits. Why I said it's kind of like toys the main. That's amazing. So yes, I personally look. I I don't mind it, but I do feel like making it the whole credits is a little long. Yeah. I get I can, why I though because it, out of the 3 if there's anyone that's going to have an extended sequence that depicts the point of we went on to keep living even though even though that's sometimes not easy, it sucks. It's yeah. going it just to fucking feels prison. weird <laughs> from a like making a show perspective in terms of like splitting yeah. the time between your main leads. It feels like dedicating this entire sequence to one character. Mm-hmm. It feels a little off balance. No. No, no, you know why? You know why? This is perfectly fine. Kazuki Wazutena and this is Anthe. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Yep. Kazuki is the voice of the plotline, but Toy is the heart of it. But what about Enta? Who's Enta? (laughs) Shut (laughs) up. Uh, so it's three years post, and it's where his life begins. He's free. He's and got his hair feet. again. He's got his hair again. Thank Jesus. I imagine they let him grow it, yeah. like as he was there, because they. Oh, he's got some killer. Yeah, boots. he upgraded Jesus. even cooler boots because yeah. he's a fucking boots badass with the fur. With the fur. Yeah, and he. So yeah, he's back on the outside. At his old soba place and does not go in. And we're, we're looking getting at the, the opening where again. They oh no, is the amusement park closed? We're Being seeing a frog is lucky. I, okay, There's, pause. Oh guys, my god, guys, oh my guys, god, a guys, frog? I talk for a minute. I need to know everything about this new frog idol girl. I love her. I stand this new frog <laughs> idol girl. I don't know anything about her and I would die for her. I want to know everything there is to know about her. I've, I've actually heard takes where there where it's Haruka. I'm fine with this. I don't give a shit. I want to know about this frog. <laughs> it is It is a pretty sweet frog. It's, it's, a, good it's frog. a good frog, but I preferred Sarah. I would love for it to be, like, grown-up Haruka doing this as, like, his job. That would be adorable. It would be. However, she is standing, so. <sighs> yes. I don't know if- But there is always a chance. There is because a- that, yeah. that accident happened fairly recently. There is always a chance that it was swelling that was putting the pressure on his spine, therefore cutting off his- He- They say That's a, a couple times he's never gonna walk again, They though. say a couple of times, but-, but We tell everybody that when they break Yeah, down. exactly. They could- possibly have done something that gave him enough mobility for like yeah. little bits to perform on TV but then he is mostly wheelchair bound the rest yeah. of the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like there's that kind of possibility. So yeah, I don't I think we're going to be told either way. I know, I don't think so. I don't think so either. I just, I'm in love with the frog costume. I want to cosplay that. <laughs> you do that. You cosplay. That. I will. So you're kind of getting like a revisit of the opening sequence mm-hmm. in the show, yeah. where it's like, oh, the world exists out of connections, blood connections, etc., etc., etc. Except now it's Toy doing it instead of Kazuki. And I'll never get kinda, back the things I lost. He's moping on the bridge because he just. But you know what, idiot? What the hell are you doing? He jumps off the bridge. Yeah, he jumps off the bridge, and 
This was another moment where when I was watching this with my friend, she started singing, uh, when you walk away, you walk <laughs> Oh my God. Oh, baby. Yeah. It was really yep. good. No, I know. I know a little Kingdom Hearts. Are they singing the... Yeah, he, there's, they're singing yes. the, the Kappa song. And Toy's like this. sinking in the water. He's sinking in the water. And then two people jump in to rescue him and it's Enta and, and Kazuki. And they, they, and they swim up. Swim up. They swim all to the surface, all la Kappas, the way that they did when they yep. were Kappas. Yep. <laughs> I'm sick and tired like, of you too. Or, Toy, Toy says, says, what are you guys doing here? I'm sick of seeing you already. <laughs> It's and cute. they all jump up, and it kind of looks like they're going to start singing, but they mostly just They go and like, play soccer, and yeah, they, they run. they yeah. run off and play soccer. Oh my god! Adorable. We see Neon Taro has babies now. We see Rayo and Mabu being adorable. We see Kepi and Sarah together, and... They're running down the bridge and they do the Sarah, The Sarah's on Sarah, my Sarah, Sarah, <laughs> Sarah's on mine. Yay. I want to connect, oh. so Sarah's on mine. I want to connect, so Sarah Zanmai. And Yasha, had you noticed that we hadn't gotten the opening credits? Yes. Yes, I did yet? notice that. And now we get it. Yep. Because I didn't, when I watched this for the first time, <laughs> until the moment it started. And then I was like, oh yeah, we didn't get the opening theme song yet. I've this never- This only proves what I said last week when I mm-hmm. said that the opening and closing sequences happen when Ikuhara says that they happen. Yep. He but does honestly, that with, I, like, all of his, though. I've never seen an anime put the opening sequence at the beginning of the last episode. Either they skip it, or they do weird things with it, or... I mean, yeah, that's, just that's fair. The anime. They, but they Ikuhara Because they're is... always using the extra minute or so for something else. But Ikuhara is the only one we have noticed plays with the times of the avants and the, yeah. the post credit sequences and all of that. The ad breaks happen when I say they do. Exactly! <laughs> <laughs> said Ikuhara. Ikuhara said ads have no rights. <laughs> and like I'm that. with him. I like that. <laughs> I'm with him on this. I- Ikuhara noted anti-capitalist anime director. <laughs> <laughs> He's a comrade. You say that like it's a joke, but actually. It's not. No, I'm <laughs> no, laughing it's because not. it's I'm, true. I'm, I'm, I'm serious. He's he's a comrade, I think. And it's the three shadows again, because there's all. Three Yay! Of them. And then we get then a post-credit the last sequence. Shot is a boat going under the bridge, and three Kappa on the boat. Kappa, Toei, Kazuki, and Enti on it, and it says to the future as they go by. Aww. Very heartwarming. <laughs> yes. All right, guys, that was the ending. Holy shit. <laughs> Okay, that was good. I actually I liked it. I actually don't really have any complaints about it. Like I do. I liked it so much. Uh my my complaint and again, I get it. I don't like that they brought Rayo and Mabu back. I feel um, like you had a really poignant, powerful ending for them. Mm-hmm. And undoing it fucks <laughs> that up. Yeah, bury the gaze. 
counter-argument. It is more revolutionary to unbury the gays than it is to have buried them in the first place in 2019. Yes. We have seen 110,000 buried gays up until this point, and burying your gays only to resurrect them and have them help save the day is a hundred times more revolutionary than keeping them dead ever would have been. Um, but I'm not talking about it in terms of what's revolutionary. I'm talking about it in terms of what's effective and pointed Honestly, storytelling. my take on that but is exactly the same as, I think I even said it in the last podcast, either way you're going to lose something yeah, like important. You, there's, there was no way, winning situation no, there. No, because if, if you left them dead, that would then mean bury your gaze, and that sucks. So, to be honest, I, I kind of like it that... My thoughts... I kind of like it that he took the audience and the impact on reality into yeah. into account and just said, well, no, I'm not going to bury these gays. Yeah. I, exactly. I like that. I like that. Yeah. I, I feel that it weakens the story, That's but I'm my willing complaint. to make like, the trade-off. Like, I'm not saying this was a terrible decision <clears throat> and he shouldn't have made it. Sure. I'm I'm saying for me personally, it cheapened it because to me the the poignancy of their storyline and the way it ended was what I got. Like I got a lot out of that and yeah. I really liked it. Mm-hmm. So it felt kind of like getting ki- it, it. It would have been like bringing Chikai back. It kind of felt like a kick in the balls after you had such an effective end. But well, yeah, I also but- do get that in reality, this is a trope with gay characters that deserves to die so i do get that it's better this yeah. way yeah i mean it was they, always it was always going to be a trade-off yeah yeah like, and, like the thing is is like if this story were able to just exist in a vacuum having them remain dead would have made a more important point because it feels cheap when characters die only to come back immediately yeah yeah but that that is not the place that sarah's and my sits in sarah's and my does not want to exist in a bubble nor yeah. does it ask you to treat it as it exists in a bubble it exists as an interplay between like not only like all of ikahara's work up until this point but, but us also, like yeah. all of pop culture up until this point and, and so, but and literally he's speaking to us like he well knows and i mean his audience is literally like a comment on how mm-hmm. bl is depicted in media and how yeah. exactly. shitty and trashy it is so i do get that mm-hmm. the idea of subverting that is is an effective social comment Ultimately, it's more important to use this as a subversion of previous tropes in, like, anime and BL and yaoi and whatnot than it is to, like, treat it as it would be effective if the story exists, Mm -hmm. existed, like, as its own in a bubble. Because a, a lot of this does not work in a... I mean, like, it could work in a bubble, but it is not as rich if considered only within like the context of itself and nothing else so i feel like that also applies to considering this ending but that is also a criticism i've had of this series broadly speaking in in the past here's okay here's kind of a a a take that not a criticism it's an observation because that's a conscious decision i feel like sarah zanmai might be the one that ages the most badly out of ikuhara's works because it is it is so dependent on that's the problem with social commentary yeah it's so dependent on going what's going on now and the the state of things now that when it 
when people see it like 10 years from now, they're going to be like, well, why did that happen? What did, what, what's the, why what's was the point of because that? Because it will yeah. all have changed. Okay. And that's, you know what? Okay. But there's something really valuable there about that. And like, like there, it's, it's why we still watch the Trek episode of, of the biracial kiss. Yeah. Like we watch it now and I'm like, this is cringy as fuck. But at the time yeah. it was, it was a big idea. That said, that said, that said. This was two steps forward and maybe two steps or one step or three steps back, depending on how much you liked Enta. Because, yeah, they unburied their gaze, but Enta is literally the character that gets passed over in this episode. Frankly. We'll we'll get to that. Yeah. Yeah. I have other separate opinions on that. Okay, yeah, I I think this is going to be a two-parter. Yeah. Yeah. I think, actually, yeah, it will probably be a good idea for us to just get our, like, base reactions out of the way Uh for this, Uh and then we can do Dig into, like, specific characters and stuff. About, like... Mm-hmm. specific more specific issues i will say about the like it not aging well thing honestly like yeah i definitely agree it's not going to age well but in this particular case i kind of think that that's fine yeah 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 it, it exists as a commentary on what's happening right now and i think because of like us living in this information mm-hmm. age where people have access to like what was going on during this period of time right where people talk Talking about, I think mm. that a lot of people who are going to end up going into Sarazan might, if they don't know the cultural context going in, they will end up finding out about it. Yeah. And so I think that even if it's going to age poorly for like first watches later down the line, mm. I think that that it preserves this period of time in yeah, its social definitely. commentary still mm-hmm. works for it. Yeah. I definitely agree. And, like, I really want to revisit Sarah Zenmai after I've seen Yuri Kuma. Because the two get compared a lot for obvious reasons. Yeah. And I'm curious. I'm going to assume, like, I have a hypothesis that as far as uh, viciously inserting yourself into the the, the queer film narrative of history kind Mm -hmm. of thing, that... Sarah Zenmai got done a lot better than Yurikuma in that um, like, and I'm actually like thinking of like time frames and Chu back me up on this or or tell me I'm fucking wrong because I'm just throwing this out here as I think. Of course. You know, we had Utena mm-hmm. and we had Penguin Drum, mm-hmm. then we got Yurikuma much later and mm-hmm. Sarah Zenmai. and I feel like it was between Penguin Drum and Yurikuma that the general tone of discussion around revolutionary girl Utena began to focus a lot more on its queer themes because mm-hmm. they were not the primary point of discussion in it the fandom spaces. It was starting before, before Penguin that. Drum. Yeah. It was starting, but it didn't get into like super full yeah. swing until after. I think it was once we had Penguin Drum to contrast with and Penguin then it Drum became is very obvious. Head. Yeah. Yeah. Because like I feel like Yuri Kuma and, and Sarah Zanmai are both kind of reactionary insofar as Ikuhara realizing that the queer themes in Utsunar were so strongly picked up on Mm -hmm. that he decided to, like, keep revisiting those. Yeah. Because Penguin Drum is the odd one out there. Yeah. But it's also, I remember we weren't looking for, like, when we Mm -hmm. all, when we were all watching Penguin Drum as it aired, we weren't looking for queer themes, we weren't looking for gay stuff, because to be honest, that was not what we all had taken, we, like, it was in Utena, but that was not the primary set of things. Yeah. We were all looking for incest, which is what we got. 
<laughs> frankly. Yes. But then later, you know, you got your Ikuma and you caught Sarasanmai, which are like these hugely obvious, you mm-hmm. know, nods to that end of the fandom. And I kind of wonder if that's Ikuhara, like, kind of catching wind of what his niche is. Yeah. And making that's, commentary That's very possible. On it. That's very possible. I feel like anything to to say about Ikuhara's motivations would just be sheer speculation. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm like, it's totally speculation. I'm just thinking in, like, time frames. Like, yeah, but that does lead to somewhere in between Penguin Drum and NYK, him either coming to the realization that the gays like his work or coming to the realization that he, that he is that free kind of to make that yeah. kind of work and people will appreciate it, which I mean, like yeah. privately, I kind of think the second, but yeah, I no, don't I know because I haven't asked the guy. Well, I mean, like there is a lot of, uh, of the kind of ancillary content around Utna that indicates it was less gay than Ikuhara wanted it to be. Yeah. Like he wanted them to be a couple in the series. You know, he wanted jury to be more, mm-hmm. you know, not open, but emphasize more like that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And he got, Frankly, at the time, he got away with murder, but it yeah. wasn't the degree of murder he wanted to get away yeah. with. Yeah, no. He, like, he wanted to get away with, like, an entire slaughterhouse where they let him have, like, yeah. you know, a couple of victims in, in That's why uh, shady places. Riona is, is Calling everyone out. out. Yeah. Riona is fucking queerbaiting, you guys. She, oh, yes. Yep. Oh, she knows. I she knows. This is so... Oh, she knows. I know. No, no, I think it's great, and I love it, and it's exactly the kind of cheeky shit that I want She's from the musical. She's following in the footsteps <laughs> of Yamada Yugo before her, and honestly, God bless. Yeah, no, God bless. But I do, I, I am, like, really excited to look at this. She's gonna give the gays everything they want. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I, oof. I, if we get a chance, we should do, like, a pre-podcast. Yeah. Like a pre-show podcast or something about us. I am absolutely down to yeah. like record a little bit before we go and then record right yeah. after we go. Definitely, yeah. I'm definitely like we we definitely need to record after. But anyway, we'll be doing that. Oh, soon. We will record after. Mm-hmm. But for Sarah's and my like, I I do think it will age more poorly in part because of what I think was actually really neat and impressive about it. And yeah, that was that cross-platform. Yeah, the cross-platform thing. I was kind of taking that into account and a lot of that stuff is going to disappear or or not um, be not be as relevant anymore like i mean in 10 years are we still going to be using twitter even probably you know what but though you know myspace is dead so hopefully um megan doesn't mind me saying this but i actually bought the ikuhara exhibition book from mm-hmm. Megan on the uh, like I'm going to scan it mm-hmm. for uh, info and obviously I'll take what I want like the Utena yeah. content as well yeah. but uh, there is a possibility that will also get done for the Sarazan my book mm-hmm. and things like that so Megan is is honestly she Megan is doing what we did yeah or it's like no take all the content and pile it over here and yeah. in that sense God bless that I'm hoping we're gonna get that kind of longevity out of it because mm-hmm. We haven't officially invited Megan on the show. I'm going to send a Twitter message probably tonight after we record, but just in case. If yeah. you, if, I don't even know if Me- I don't think I don't know either. I don't think so. I have no idea. But if you if you do, or if you're somebody who's friends Blessed. with Megan and you want to send them a message, 
be like, hey, you should come on this podcast. (laughs) Yes, please. Because you know way more about this show than we do. And we are ostensibly the podcast representation for the Sarah Zander fandom. Yes, please. Between Megan and like all three of our fans, please message her. Absolutely. But between like that and some other things, this is definitely the most curated Ikuhara work. Mm Mm-hmm. That I've seen since Utena. Yeah. And part of you know, that is because someone took the helm there, but it's also just the way information gets distributed now. No, I know. Like, I get that. I'm kind of disappointed that that kind of thing never happened for Penguin Drum or yeah. for YKA. Pen- Penguin Drum happened in this really weird space between everyone made websites and everyone was on social media. Yeah. It had become very like, ooh, who makes websites anymore? But it hadn't re- been replaced by anything quite yeah. yet. So you yeah. didn't have the There kind wasn't of... quite a centralized hub yeah, things. Yeah, exactly. Like Facebook and Twitter exist today. And yeah. I mean, like... That was that was the idea behind Empty Movement anyway, was having a centralized place to yep. to be able to find everything Utina. And I'm really gratified to see that Sarah Zanmai is inspiring that kind of thing in somebody yeah. else because it's worth it. This is yeah. a good fucking show. And, and the show is very conscious of that. And yeah. like Ikuhar has made a couple like, you know, jokes that I've heard mm-hmm. about how, well, you know, these days whether everyone likes it or not, I'm going to hear about it. Like, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. And and in that sense, I think it's made with a, a very... It's very aware of that cultural shift and that there mm-hmm. is that sort of visibility now. Mm-hmm. And it uses that very effectively. I, I do remember, like, early on, I probably said this. A lot of people were saying it. Oh, I just had, like, a Trump moment. <laughs> I, was just, I wasn't going to say it. Uh, but I thought... No, call myself out on that oh wow but there was there was some like discourse around uh sarazan by being potentially like a commentary on the existence of technology clouding or whatever and i feel no, like that is absolutely is, not what it's saying I'm it's pro-technology still, okay i you you and i had this issue i can't remember whether it was off the podcast or on the <laughs> podcast but it's coming on the podcast now all right so um, I remember you saying that Ikuhara was talking about cell phones and all of that as being like a, a fake way of connection or something yeah. like that. That is not what he said. What he yeah. said was people treat it that way, but I don't believe that. And I think that these are, that the technology we have yeah. is is a good way of establishing genuine connections. Yeah. And I'm going to treat it that way in and my And the show anime. absolutely su- supports yeah. that. It does. Yeah, so... So just we wanted to clear we didn't that get up. our technology bad, which thank we were, you because I didn't feel like getting the technology bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I I will say that I was when the information about this series first started coming out. I was honest to God worried that we were going to get like a Black Mirror esque technology yeah. bad. Honestly, like I and it didn't, hmm. and I'm so thankful for that. But I was a little worried not not even just because if I felt like that was a an angle that Ikuhara would take, but it just sort of I'm skeptical of anything that talks about like how we connect to each other in the technology age because it usually ends up being like yeah phone bad. Yeah. Phone bad. Cafe good. I had like a split second of feeling that way. And then I literally just went with, I'm going to trust Ikuhara. 
Honestly, that has like I'm going to trust Ikahara, but I am wary. I I I was going to say whatever commentary about technology he's going to make, I'm going to find amusing anyway. So let's do this. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) like I felt wary about Sarazanmai when I first heard of it, but when information started coming out, it all seemed really solid to me. And Mm -hmm. I've been saying it over and over through this entire podcast. I trust Ikuhara. And I, I don't know why, because I, I shouldn't. I do maintain that. There is some criticism, like, uh, I wouldn't even call it criticism, but it is definitely a pattern in Ikuhara's work where villainy gets depicted alongside, like, technology. Like, Akio has a lot of doohickeys, and, like, the otters extract... They do, they, they, they do their you thing, and what, it looks though, like, a, like a machine that they're using. It looks like a machine, the child but broiler. it's... Okay. I I do want to point out some differences, though. Yeah. Because a lot of the imagery used with the otters is also very antiquated, like the drums. Yeah. So it's not just technology bad kind of thing. Yeah, no. I'm not saying it's technology bad. No. It's, he does kind of use those motifs, but that's not really, that's like a commentary on basically the machinery of society. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's, it's a system that's going to grind you up and spit you out. And the only way that you can really mm-hmm. depict that visually is with machinery. With machinery. Well, but you it's also not have, the like, only early way, on, but... like, in the first episode, you had the, the Capazon logo and mm-hmm. all of this kind of stuff. And, you know, oh, I bought this on Amazon and... There, there was like these kinds of like sniffs at kind of a like capitalism bad, and I think yeah. ultimately you ended up kind of with the same message with technology, where it was like it's not the misanga bad, it's what is the misanga to you? Yeah, like yeah, it it did ultimately take like you know technology not bad, technology only as good as how you use it. Do you use it to get closer to your friends? You know, yeah. Enta and, and yeah. Tazuki, do Literally. you use it to, or do you use it to hijack souls because there's an evil app on your phone? Like, the, yeah. the technology and all of that is in the ambient, but it's neither good nor bad. Yeah, it's a tool. It's a tool. And actually, I like that because yeah. that's a lot more nuanced and a lot more sensitive yeah. of... Than Black Mirror technology yeah. bad. Well, Black Mirror is, I'm scared of technology, yeah. which is completely that's different. That's like, but- but it has kind of like become like the hallmark of a trend about technology bad yeah. that gets a little eye wobbly yes. at times. And yeah, I'm kind of like done with it. So, so I'm, I'm like placing this all on Black Mirror because that's just such an easy. I mean, target. it's yeah, but, it's I mean, widespread and people is know emblematic it. Emblematic of yeah. the trend. Black Mirror is sort of like a representative of mm-hmm. this like greater I- trend in technology entertainment. Yeah, and lest you sure. think that we are just shitting on Black Mirror because we don't like we it, like actually Black we really we really do like it. <laughs> but it I, yeah, really I is. Actually, I enjoy Black Mirror. It but really it is, is it about the fear of yeah. technology. It's not necessarily I don't like a like, lot of like the fear mongering that I feel like it helps perpetuate. But in yeah. general, I enjoy a lot of the just horror anthology aspect of Black yeah Mirror. yeah. I'm always, like, on the edge of my seat, like, when's phone gonna go bad? 
Yeah. yeah. How is phone going to be bad today? Exactly. And I, I do like that. And I do feel like Ikuhara did, like, because we've ended up rewatching this show from the beginning like 20,000 times now. Yeah. And I do think the first two or three episodes establish set pieces that smell like they're going to be comment on yeah, capitalism. Yeah, I think that was like kind on of a technology. It was. Yeah. But there was definitely moments where it's like, oh, I get it. It's going to be about how consumering is bad. Yeah. But that then he's but like, then he's Haha, like, no, it isn't. Throws it out the window and is like, actually, this is about the gays. Yeah. Which, Which I is appreciate. Nice. Thanks. Thank it you. It's totally a bait and switch. <laughs> and it is the same kind of bait and switch that you uh that you were talking about before with the whole like, here's your deep, you know, jerking off of classic film directors. And yeah. Here's your nod to classic mafia film. Bang, gays. Yeah. Caught ya. Did I say that on you, the podcast? You did. Okay, good. So I couldn't remember because like we argued about it so much. Because <laughs> it's doing the same thing insofar as tricking Redditors into watching it. Yeah. Like, ooh, social commentary about technology and consumerism. I'll watch this. Now Bang! watch some gays. <laughs> so, thanks, Ikuhara. I yes. love it. Yes. I, <laughs> Ikuhara is Pride good. Month. Happy fucking Pride Month. Um, as far as how it gets ended, again, I have my 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 disagreements with what they did with Rayo Mabu, but that said, the way that they're brought back is, it almost frames them as, like, not so much that they're a, like, two humans just fucking yeah. around, as they are kind of like the ferrymen or something like that. Well, yeah. they're, they're Kappa in yeah, the first place. exactly. So, like, I don't know, it- Like, they, be- like they become- if we got a bit of expansion on that, yeah. I think we would find that Rayo and Mabu are no longer playing a role in human life. Yeah, like they're more of a yeah. transit. Well, I mean, even the last NTU scene that we saw them yeah, in, they, 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 were, rickshaw. they were dressed in like antique clothes and had a rickshaw and yeah. stuff. Basically, like the, the feeling I get from that is that they're removed from modern society. Yeah. Like, they have so. a different role to play. Well, they were always removed from modern yeah. society. They yeah. just happened to have been temporarily placed within it. Yeah. yeah. So, I'm I mean, just, like, like... I'm just saying that that kind of softens the whole, oh, well, they just them got... back despite yeah. having it's a like, ending. It's like, okay... Okay. You, they got brought back, but they're, they're now serving you, a different you purpose. Know what, you know what my problem, in part, with, with it is? Okay. Uh... In Revolutionary Girl Utena, mm-hmm. you don't see them meet up again. Mm-hmm. And that's good. Because then you don't have to discuss, address, or think about what a disaster of a relationship that has to be. Mm-hmm. When, like, like Utena and Anthe aren't going to get together and it's going to be heart stars and, and gay pride flags. It's going to be like 30 years of couples therapy. Yeah. Exactly. Like, they went through some shit. And Rayo and Mabu went through some shit. They went through some shit, but to be honest, I don't really see that as being, like, the same kind of couples therapy situation. I really don't. Like, everything they did was for each other. I know, but it still feels very, like, showing their happy ending is like, so what about the part where Mabu was, like, basically complicit in sexual abuse perpetuated on him for X number of whatevers? Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's not gonna fuck with Mabu at all. He's, yeah, he it probably will. He doesn't need some therapy. It probably will, but I mean, the thing is... Don't... Yeah, it's... The thing is, you know like, what it is? They're, the driving force behind both of them is their love for each other, and so kind of, like, 
all of those problems and issues and whatever take a backseat. They take yeah, they do take However, a backseat. However, the to show that. just consciously went out of its way to show you that the main three are going to choose a future that could be painful mm-hmm. because it's worth it. Mm-hmm. That message is kind of not meshing well with, and then these two come back and they lived happily ever after. Like, that's why it feels a bit dissonant to me. Like, I don't know that it says that they automatically live happily ever after. It does. You get one shot of them. All we see is that they come back and then we see the scene with them and Sarah and then we see them standing together in the crowd. But I don't think that this precludes the idea that they may have other struggles to work through no, you're no, just mad because it, it looks just, happy. Yeah. You're yeah. mad that we got a happy ending. <laughs> That's yeah, really I, what I, it I is. Am actually, I am actually butthurt that this like, is such a happy ending. Literally nothing about <laughs> yeah. this would have satisfied you if it ended up yeah. being a happy ending. Nope. Yeah. I don't come it's to eat you hard for happy endings. <laughs> Well, you know what? I think that it's great that we got a happy ending this time. I'm going to call it personal growth on his part, but I didn't want him to grow. Okay, I'm kind of the I'm kind of at the balance point between the two of you here because I think we got a happy ending for some very cynical reasons. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm fine with yeah. that. Yeah, no, like <laughs> as far as I'm, I'm glad that we got a happy ending. I just think that the happy ending is is kind of like this whole thing really strikes me as Ikuhara trying to make himself a little more commercial. Yeah. Like there's a lot of things that feel like to me that somebody was going, "Okay, so this will be merch. What do people like? And I'm how do I how do I put that in my anime so that people will yeah. buy it?" Yeah. You know what I mean? And it there's, is, it is, and it it's is a bit like more this. That's not neat, a bad thing, but no, it's not a bad thing. There's this really neat like tension point between wanting to be commercial and then being Ikuhara and slamming you with gays and incomprehensible bullshit. Yeah, like it's it's a really neat mix, and I really it's, appreciate it's probably it. His most coherent work. Yeah, it is. Here's the thing. I I have I I think I have a theory on this. Mm -hmm. I think that, I don't think that he was setting out necessarily to be more commercial. I think what happened was, is that he has perhaps softened a bit over the years and maybe was just in the process of making something that was slightly more palatable and then was maybe working with some sort of PR person who was like, oh, well, you know, this could possibly be made into merch or mm-hmm. like we could possibly do this with this. I don't think that like Ikahara doesn't seem like the type of person that would just like see things that were an opportunity for commercialization yeah. and automatically latch on to it. But I feel like he's not necessarily necessarily opposed to the possibility of interweaving merchandising into the fabric of what he is making if it makes sense for what's going on and so i feel like he probably was working with like either a person or more than one person to help yeah make this a little more lucrative because this is kind of a hard sarah sandmai is a little bit of a hard sell yeah. Guys, yeah, yeah, it to is. the general yeah, it is. public, even if this is maybe his most commercial anime, Sarah Sandmai is a hard sell to a 
even yeah. the general anime watching public with a lot yep. of the imagery and whatnot that it has within yeah, it. Yeah, no, So I don't blame them for possibility for possibly no, not at trying all. to incorporate some corporatization. Well, you know what the cynicism basically, about it is? The cynicism about it is this premise is not going to sell itself the way lesbians on on the TV screen will sell itself. I don't think he was worried yeah. about that because, selling itself because I got. I don't remember Yuri Kuma getting like nearly well, this he may kind not, of, but like the people funding the anime might buzz around it. Don't forget though that Ikuhara describes himself as both Utena and Akio, and the things that I'm talking about are not necessarily just all merchandising opportunities. I'm talking about specifically the references to pop culture. Yeah, that's yeah. a big thing. That gets people interested it makes them feel smart when they catch them they get a little endorphin rush I yeah exactly yeah. that's why i'm saying this He's feels more internal to him explaining in film form yeah yeah thank you ikuhara it's yeah. good i like it thanks for luring in redditors with your Akio shit <laughs> <laughs> i shouldn't feel like that but i am and no, yeah, I am literally like yeah. that. Like, because these, these, a lot of these people need to and be, yet, like, and pushed. Yet, like, we're saying that, that that it's cynical in the sense of, like, marketing and all of that, and yet in the content, this no, is probably, No, it's not at all like, cynical. This is the least cynical thing he's ever done. This is the most yeah. emotionally healthy show I've ever seen from, from him. Yeah, I know. Like... I know. And I, I actually really appreciate it's, it's, that. It's a genuinely happy ending. Yeah. I... I mean, like, yeah. The, the prince actually gets to be a prince and Ikuhara doesn't take it and, like, drive it into the ground and beat the shit out of it so we know that's not real. Mm -hmm. Like, Oh, I have to find the post. <laughs> it's, very, it, it's very uncynical from Ikuhara, and I feel like maybe it implies he's in a somewhat better... I hope so. Place. I hope so. Because he's it's not it's not the same like angry cynical rage that Utena was in yeah. some ways. Yeah. Where he was just like I just, I I fucking hate everything about this industry. Roar. Yeah. I mean like, was, like from what I understand something like that, but Sarah Zanmai's like kind of finger wagging a few things about the industry and has its moments, but for the most part, it's just sort of a sincere. Okay, like, I found a sincere thing. lull at the industry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really at, more taking the piss out of the industry than like punishing it. At Mayella seventeen on Twitter. Oh, I think I know her. I think she's on our server. Mm -hmm. Ikuhara mm -hmm. making adolescence of Utena. There are no longer true princes in this world. Yep. Ikuhara now pointing at Kepi. This is the ideal prince. You may not like it, but this is what peak princeness looks like. Yeah, that is literally it. That is literally the ending of this show, and I'm fine with it. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Mayala. It's, it was, I think I even reblogged that. Like, it's... Retweet, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's good, and I like it. And honestly, for something so short, that kind of black and white is probably necessary. Because yeah. it, it literally comes down to black and white. That's yeah. literally yeah, like, it does. he doesn't even bother with subterfuge there. No. But that kind of probably works better because you need a much longer runtime to sell mm -hmm. ambiguity. Yeah. Okay. Um, who's um, Enta? Who's Enta? <laughs> Shut up. I, I hear Enta was a character at some point. Yeah, that does I, feel Enta, like it okay, did Enta, him a little if, dirty. If, if, about the Enta stuff, but I feel <laughs> yeah. like the 
That could be I saved. will save a lot of it for when we do the second part of this. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I, I know that there's going to be a lot of conversation in yeah. that about what we would have liked for the finale. For the characters. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I yeah. don't want to like go into too much of that now if we're going to yeah let's let's stick to the overarching all i want to say about that is if kazuki is utina and toy is anthe and it's probably wakaba i was gonna say choo-choo but or toga what (laughs) i mean i get why you're saying that but also what yeah i know right (laughs) now i'm just imagining toga like like with the little like villain thing wrapped around his face (laughs) sneaking around Sneaking up to like some well, girl's I mean, bedroom at night. The reason I'm saying that is just because that Enta is learning the same lesson that Toga learns at the end of the series. You, you can't always get what you want. You can't always get what you want, and sometimes the things that you want are not necessarily good for you or the people around you. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. But, so that's and that but seems I, to I, be more congruent than Wakaba. I, I, anyway. I've seen like a lot like. Most of the takes about the ending that are negative seem to boil down to how come Toy was the main character of the ending, basically. Well, and I I'm mean, like, no, I I get it. Yeah, I, that is I that's like the, that. the anthe to because Kazuki's Utena. Remember when Kazuki kind of like has his little turnaround and and we were like, I don't trust it. Yeah, I don't trust it. Yeah, I don't trust it. And we didn't trust it, and it turned out to be no. He he actually had. A, yeah, uh, we're like, holy yeah. shit! Somebody had, had growth and development. So like, yeah, in, in his, Ikuhara. Anime. Yeah, his progressive arc had already ended. Yeah. So he he became kind of a supporting character in that sense because it was other yeah. people's trauma that hadn't gotten ironed out yet. So in that sense, yeah. I can see why Toy dominated yeah, absolutely. the, the absolutely. Which makes sense because he's also the one with the highest stakes. Mm-hmm. As far as like dramatic storytelling. Yeah. He's got a gun. Yeah. Gun effective. Yeah. It would have been nice to have some scenes of Enta and Kazuki interspersed with I would have liked it a bit more. Th- I, that yes. I think would would have but finished it off much more nicely. At but least like if we could have had like a couple of scenes of them like preparing to meet Toei when he was going to get yeah. out of juvenile detention. Like even that just Even something that. like that, yeah, mm-hmm. would have been neat. Because like I do feel like like Kazuki gets kind of sidelined at the end. That said, it feels like he kind of dominates the the future sequences. Like yeah. you see a lot of how things go for Kazuki. Yeah. And like that the the reason I kept going it's going to be Star Trek is Star Trek literally has done this storyline mm-hmm. more than once where yeah. it's like a character is shown their future and has to decide whether they're going to roll with it. <laughs> Get it? Yep. Hey! Shut up. That was a bad that joke. Was bad. That was nasty. Right. That Holy was, shit. I'm not okay, even going to explain. No, don't no, explain that. I, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to no, explain that. that. that I'm going to explain joke. that. I'm getting in trouble for that. <laughs> no, she's saying roll with it because one of these characters ended up in a wheelchair. Yeah, Captain Pike is shown his future, and his future involves being in a wheelchair. And when I say wheelchair... He's like a head sticking out of a machine and can only communicate with a red light. Yeah. blinks once or twice. Yeah. So he's like literally... Shown his future. Yeah. But he chooses to do it anyway because it's the it's right worth thing it. to do. Yeah. So it's like, it's that, that kind of thing where the boys are shown a future that sucks and they have to choose to go with it anyway. I don't like that they immediately tell you, oh, these were only possible futures. Because that's implied. That's but implied, I liked, but... I didn't like that they said okay. it. It seemed cheap. If we're gonna... 
if- honestly, I thought that the scene was like a little confusing ish, so I don't mind that they they explained. Yeah, they at least, like, I guess like, that's fair. They at least just said specifically that it's possible futures because I get that. Like, okay, it was implied, but I just appreciate the confirmation. Yeah, yeah like maybe it's Vana, because like we're so used to the science fiction set of tropes that yeah. I remember, yeah. like I recognize that don't immediately. But I guess that it the would anime be. Be, be made directly for you. Yes, Other people all of them also have made. to watch them. No, no, honestly, like, I didn't really think of that. That struck yeah. me as something that is very, very evident. Yeah, no, but, but I guess if you're not, not used to, if like, you're not used to that. I didn't think it was not it. evident, but I appreciated that they yeah. said it, I guess. Yeah. I guess well, I mean, like, it's that kind of thing where you watch something and you're kind of thinking, well, maybe it's this, maybe it's that, I'm not really sure, and then they say yeah. so, and you're like, oh, okay, I was right, okay. Mm-hmm. And it puts you on solid ground again. Like, don't, don't, yeah, yeah. don't look down on it for having yeah. stepping stones for other I people. Kind of, when I rewatch it, I want to kind of see if there are like other parallels because, like, with Kazuki, one of the things you see is he's in like rehab for a busted leg or something, and that yeah. does kind of have like a parallel to Haruka. We don't, mm-hmm. and see I kind of wonder if they're going to do that with the others. No, we do not. Well, it has bad relationships. A lot of Enta playing soccer. Well, they're all playing soccer. Yeah, but, I mean, that's the most we see. But I think it's Kazuki that's mostly what you see in that sequence. Because Toy is pretty much, long story short, he's in jail. Yeah. And Enta's got bad relationship juju. He does. I I have to rewatch it, honestly, to pick out. Because, to be honest, like, watching it in grayscale like that kind of confused me as to who was who. And I was having to watch (laughs) their hair to find out yeah it, it did i'm like ikuhara no yeah the hair colors are helpful and you know that don't take that away yeah so it's That's possible that i missed some scenes with enta but i can't remember them so yeah when we watch it again right away here in like yeah. 10 minutes <laughs> yeah we need to so we're gonna do yeah you guys need to stream soon yep. and we are going to yeah. do a part two for this and so i want to have so a so fucking gonna, spoke before so we, we are going to do a part two which means that the part two is the version where everyone's gotten to sit and chew on it yeah you just saw it yeah with, with actually no previous spoilers which is yeah i didn't get spoiled because i literally couldn't download it without finding the out only the thing ending. the only thing that got spoiled i think was panda you spoiled me for kepi having hair well yeah i did say that sorry <laughs> yeah damn no you showed just, me the picture of his face but vicious. only his face that okay. was it but only what did the but what did you get like face. What did I get out of this? Like, just as the first time watching a confusing as fuck thing, you already know you're going to have to watch again. Honestly, I didn't find it that confusing. Yeah. Like, it's not... Well, it's not confusing so much as it is dense. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. It's dense, but the thing is, the dense parts are things that you can chew on and and engage with and get right into if you want to. The emotional arcs... And the plot arcs mm-hmm. are very clear. Yeah, it's so clear, and they rely very really well done. on the conventions that he's built. Mm-hmm. Like the set pieces of like you know the kappas and the yeah. water thing, all of that gets set up really well to become exactly. able to convey information. At exactly, this point, which, which is, is actually really neat. That's good the for point him. of his repetition. Yeah, and that's honestly why I everybody shits on it well not everybody but so many people shit on the repetition thing but I enjoy it because it's I know what he's gonna do with it well and he used it a lot he better he used this. it like, so I think well it to its fullest potential absolutely he uh, he milked this yeah. setup for all it was worth and god bless him 
He did so, so well I with it. I think all like, of the repetition was done very economically. Yes. Yeah. And even even to the point of, like, where he's reducing the amount of time that they take, but still having them in there. Yeah. And, like, that kind of thing. It's it, it was really, it was done so well. And it really did help to, like, clarify that ending because you had some firm footing to stand on because you knew where the repetition where the repeated sequence yeah. was going you knew kind of the rules of that universe mm-hmm. so to speak and it's i think like i said the the emotional arcs and the plot arcs were extremely clear like it's dense and you can jump into it and just like dive in and start tearing it apart but on the whole even if I only ever got to see this once, I mm-hmm. still understand how it fits with the plot, and I still understand why things happened the way they did, mm-hmm. and I think it's a good ending. You know what I'm, I keep thinking of? Because I'm thinking of this in relation, like, in Utena, you, you, he discards the repeated sequences, I think, very deliberately yeah. in the last two episodes, because it is the revolution, and it hasn't yeah. repeated, because well, you, it's you gone a different way. you have to get way. rid of the cycle. Yeah. But we were just re-watching some of Penguin Drum, and... The set pieces are definitely not used as well in Penguin Drum. No. Like, at this, like, this series creates these set pieces and becomes its own internal logic in a way that's much yeah. more effective and much more reminiscent of Utena. So that by the end of the show, when you see, like, Kepi jam himself up Crow Kepi's ass, you already know what that means. Yep. Like, if you saw that out of context, you'd be like, what the fuck? But we already know exactly what that means. Yep. You know, when they turn the into Kappa, we know. show you how to, yeah. how to understand it. And in that sense, thank God he did such a good job with the set pieces because they don't rely ultimately on how well you know the mythology and history around them. Yeah. The set pieces work entirely on their own. And if you showed a 10-year-old, mm-hmm. I think you would still have that 10-year-old understand what that meant. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's, it was very, it was very clear. Yeah. Like, I found it very, maybe not in the particulars, but overall just on a on a first watch on completely unspoiled except for keppy hair (laughs) yeah no it it was clear it was understandable it's really well made i can tell that it's it's i'm quite happy with it i will say just so that we mention it in this episode that sen did end up sending me his message Uh, that uh he oh yeah intended to send to the curious cat so i think actually it will make for better discussion for our part two but I just wanted to acknowledge <laughs> that we got it. Yeah. We have it. We will talk about it. I'm very interested Excellent. in talking about it, actually. I don't know if you guys have seen it. It's in our. I, I have it, not. It's in the pinned messages in our Evangelion chat, but don't feel like you need to go look at it because we'll talk okay. about it in part two. Excellent. But I wanted to acknowledge that we have we all, it and we will talk about it. We also need to talk about the punk out with Mappa in part two. Uh, huh? I'm sorry. Oh, there's some... Okay. I, I, I mean, I, I'm Wait, not sure what okay. you're referring to. You know what? Really, really quickly, mm-hmm. uh, one of the big selling points of this show is that it was animated by MAPPA, same people that do Yuri on Ice. Mm-hmm. This was a big fucking deal. This was like saying, you know, Gainax yeah. is making your show and all this yeah. kind of stuff. It turns out, as far as anyone can tell, MAPPA did literally fucking zero work on this show and it was all lap and track. <laughs> ah! Like, like, like they doodled, like, one picture and then said it was a MAPPA joint when it was absolutely not. Nice. 
Nice. And there's some there's some sort of drama about that that I need to like go investigate. Nice. But I will hopefully have more information <laughs> I would love on to the hear next about podcast. that because yes. I uh, was yeah. not really familiar yeah, I, with I, that. Yeah, there's wasn't there's some aware of that. There's some business there that I will research, so I have some Please more to say. Do. But I would like all right, to talk about that next. Yeah, time. we will talk about that next time. Yes, next time on episode eleven. <laughs> next time <laughs> on episode eleven. Episode on eleven point two. Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's right. Eleven point one point one. You cannot, Sarah Sandmai. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say that literally. <laughs> you cannot, but All right. Okay. That, I guess that's Oh the wait, that's a good title. one too. You cannot that's not Sarah <laughs> did you hear what Vana said? No, I was too busy talking. <laughs> you cannot butt stuff. <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay, that's a good place anyway, to wrap up. We are right. almost at like an hour 40 and yeah, yeah. have to stream in like 5 minutes. If yep. you would like to follow us on Twitter, you can do that at the Twitter account for our mother podcast at Utnacast. It is a uh, Patreon supported podcast. You can find the link to that anywhere you can find us on the internet. And if you'd like to follow me on Twitter, you can do that at Impandanata. If you'd like to check out other things I do in the world of podcasting, you can check out the Fresh Podcast Market, a real podcast about fake podcasts that I make with my friend Teresa. Guys, where can people find you online? I should make Vana do it this time. No. Vana, where can people find you guys online? Uh, our main website is ohtori.nu. That's got links to pretty much everything else, including all of our content. If you want us on Twitter, it's ohtori underscore nu, and that's where all of the kind of like current content and, and shit, shit posting posts. is. Yeah. The shit posting is very important. I, I have good shit post game. We are opinion. also a part of Madoka Magicast, yes. uh, where we are watching Madoka for the first time, hosted by Amanda. Get the buttons! <laughs> yeah, the buttons are super cute, so keep an eye out for Please them. Buy the um, buttons. They're adorable. I'm they're getting, so I'm going to put buttons on my bag. Have yeah. you guys seen episode 12 yet? No. No. Oh, no. We have to do that this week. So, so we'll see. I've been we'll, watching we'll Monica again on my own time in my household, and we are on about episode eight right now. So that is exciting. Nice. Nice. Everyone check out right. Magicast. It is really, truly a delight. And every time that you guys say something and I feel like I want to respond, Amanda, you try to respond. No, and Amanda <laughs> inevitably says literally whatever I was about to say <laughs> in her own words. Usually it's a Sailor Moon reference, but other times <laughs> it's just in general, you guys will say some wild shit and I'll be like, um, and then Amanda will just be like, um well, <laughs> it's very good I mean, listen to magic cast i adore it with my whole <laughs> i mean the wild the wild shit is why you want to surround anyway <laughs> Absolutely so <laughs> Absolutely all right true. that is we that's all of our things if you have questions if you have feedback you can send those to us on twitter or at the curious cat that is attached to our at utina cast twitter account that is all of our things Thank you, everyone, for joining us through this whole show, this entire this thing whole that we have watched. But- Butthole-filled ride. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm going to do with my life after this. Happy fucking <laughs> Pride Month, everybody. We have been... <laughs> Sarah Zenmai. Zenmai.